I'm Amy, sex educator, sex and relationship coach, and co-owner of PurePleasureShop.com. And I'm April, sex toy maven, VP of Hot Octopus, and I've dedicated my life to the business of sex. We're two people with a passion for educating and inspiring shame-free conversations about sex and relationships. Welcome Welcome to to the the Shameless Sex Revolution. Revolution. Want to learn more? Go to ShamelessSex.com. And for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use coupon code SHAMELESSSEX at PurePleasureShop.com. You are listening to a Pleasure Podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit PleasurePodcasts.com. Well, hello, everyone. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Shameless Sex Podcast. Chip, Hmm. what's this episode about? It's a really hot topic. We recorded a while ago, and when we were on video, I was like, wow, you're a handsome, handsome dude, Sterling Cooper. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how to please your woman or Volvo oh, new partner. That, yes, yeah, this is the topic. Yeah. The topic was this, but I got a little bit. She was thinking about Sterling Cooper. Right. But yeah. he, yes, I was thinking about him. He's smoking hot. And what he does is pretty incredible. Yes. It, yeah. I, so I told you about our mutual friend who I just mentioned this podcast. Like we record this podcast for this man who's like smoking hot, knows his stuff about how to please your woman, how to please a pussy. His name's Sterling Cooper. She's like, oh my God. You got to meet Sterling Cooper. Was it in person? I was like, no, it was all over yeah. video, but I wish it was in person. And she was like, oh my God, I've been a fan of his for so long. He's his amazing. His YouTube channel is huge. Yeah. Yeah. He's awesome. And he's- he gives dudes a lot of great advice on how to please. Yeah. They're, well, if you have a partner that's owns a vulva. Yeah. On it. He knows his stuff. And that's not the only topic he talks about. He has all kinds of other things and we'll tell you how to find him. But listen to this episode because we love all of these different perspectives and you know he has a different perspective on how to please a woman or a vulva owning person than we do or someone else might. And um, there's also a lot of things that we all also all agreed on. So lots to learn here. He's Stay smart. tuned. He's smart too. And you should probably he's go. Smart and he's pretty. He's pretty hot. And go to our Instagram uh, Shameless Sex Podcast so you can see some actual clips of him and mm. follow him on Instagram and join the fan club. Good call. All right, April, do you want to know my newest addiction? Okay, tell me. It's not chocolate. Uh, oh. It's not cluck cluck our chicken. Oh, she just shit on the studio Again. floor. Again. Dude. Sorry, we have a... We uh, were pumping her up saying uh, how great it was here. that she never pooped and now we have chicken poop She's in the studio everywhere in our studio right now we live on an urban farm well we don't live here we studio here yeah we studio we, re- we record here we're studioing studio. here we studio with a chicken um no it's not what it is so my newest addiction is you're not gonna like this video games mm. okay but think of this sexy ew, i just had it ew sexy video games is so it's designed by a solo female back black game creator and then the game creator name is pretty ink and she designed this whole thing there's like multiple seasons i guess as there's like one two three four five six wait like you can you can climb up to different levels of the it seasons? adds in like new stories into this whole thing and it's a, it's called college craze and it sounds kind of silly everyone but there's like sex in it and it's really hot you can make these different choices it has a whole storyline so it's like this kind of spicy story based game and you don't make choices the whole way but you can make these decisions like should i do my homework should i go on pop me which is really like instagram should i go like home with this guy and smoke some weed you know and oh. then and then like should i hook up with him uh, you know should i suck his dick or like I was I get a gamer when I was younger yeah. and I get sucked in really fast. I got sucked in. So I don't do it. Just like social media. I have to take a, like a very Ooh. little time because is, those things. This one I think is worth it y'all though, because it's pretty hot and sexy. And I probably had a couple masturbation sessions like 
playing this game. I love that's a it's a black game creator, yes. solo female. Like that's rad. And so and to sign up for this, you just go to her Patreon. Well, go to her website, Pretty Pretty. This is not sponsored by the way. I'm just ex- really excited about this because I'm a nerd. Um, but prettyinkgames.com. And then all you do is donate on Patreon oh. as little as like it's like five or six dollars and you have access to this game. Well if I don't show up to recording next week, you know why? Because I'm gaming. Uh, I'm on pretty ink games. Yes, yeah, so you I can mean, donate like five bucks and then play. Yeah, I think yeah, it's like five to six or seven dollars, oh. and then you can play and you can like essentially be. I mean, I, I was that kid who was like the on the, having cyber sex with people when I was like twelve or thirteen. Oh yeah. So I like this kind of stuff, and that's not what this is, but it has these scenes that come up. There's like hot sex scenes. Are you interacting with anyone else? No, like just, any you. Humans? Oh, just okay. you. No one knows you're doing okay. it. It's my dirty it's little secret. I just okay. told the whole world. Sorry, world, but I'm really into it. Go check it out. Well, if you do too much gaming, you know the perfect antidote to that. What? Is reading a book. Oh, that's actually a good idea. <laughs> so guess what, y'all? Shameless Sex is a book. Woo-hoo! It will be out November 2023. If you pre-order our book right now, right now, go to shamelesssex.com. We are going to give anyone who pre-orders before November a free gift, and it's worth $200, and it's incredible. So just check it out. The website gives you all the info, shamelesssex.com. You can't miss it. It says pre-order our book now. It's a beautiful cover. It's not going to offend anyone. It looks great, and you're supporting us, and you're getting a fucking radical book. And I say you definitely want to pre-order because you get this free gift. Because I mean, we're gonna we are still going to ask you to order the book when it's out. But I don't know if we'll be giving this free gift away. No, and we will not. Yeah, so you should go. We're pre-order gonna be charging two hundred bucks for the free gift. Yeah, we will. So go get no go joke. get this now. And also, mommy will be very happy if you do this. So please Ooh. go make mommy. And happy. it's like it's twenty eight dollars and ninety five cents. So and this book is uh, we're, we we poured our heart and soul. Yeah, into it's it. worth much more than that. I can hundreds of hours of yes. Amy and I each each of us. I may hundreds. have licked every copy that you will receive so just so you know my saliva might be on it well yeah i might do a, a titty imprint Ooh, a scoot a little scoot oh. snail trails oh i don't know <laughs> maybe we should give away some snail trails <laughs> we'll get back to Use you on panties. this we need we need That's more not the we gift. need a little bit more brainstorming on this before we uh announce that if you buy a hundred books you get april's a used panties snail trail no <laughs> some people are like Ew. someone's like yes all right so ready for a sex question i know <laughs> yes i'm ready here it is why do women like their man to come on them? Depositing in the pussy is great. And my woman usually comes with me when I come inside. However, she recently said I can come anywhere I want to. And it's exciting. I'd love to hear from women. Why some like their man to come on them. Is it related to porn, the visual feeling dominated, feeling like they've satisfied their man, all of the above or something else. Okay. So I'm just trying to understand. So on. This is obviously pronouns are he and she. So that's yeah. cool. So she recently said that he can come anywhere he wants to on her, yep. on her body. Oh, and on. So like hair or titties. Eyeball. Or, or okay. Oh, eyeball. Money shot. I mean, I'm not pumping an eyeball. I mean, I'm sure okay. there's areas where she's like, please don't come on in my I'm eyeball. I'm wondering if there's a trajectory involved. Because <laughs> I would be like, ah. Oh. Well, yeah. So I think that all of these, uh, these, 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 uh, not these questions. They're not questions, but these uh, examples of why someone might be into being um, having someone come on them. So porn, the visual, feeling dominated, feeling like they've satisfied their their partner, their man. I'd say yes, all of the above. It's different for everyone, and also some people don't want come anywhere on their body at all. Like they don't even want to touch it. They don't want it inside them, on them. Um, we actually have a mutual friend who said that uh, part of the reason why they stopped dating men was jizz. <laughs> and I won't yeah, say their name, but they were like, true. jizz is just not my jam. So I started dating women. But coming back to the point of this. Yeah. So I think porn, obviously, porn has 
shown jizz come all over uh, bodies and I, has I, whenever I watch it. Corn, por- corn, whenever I watch corn, when I eat uh, corn, whenever I, eat corn <laughs> whenever I watch porn, I turned off before the jizz part. Oh, me too. I can't. I'm not. Uh, so I'm not into watching like when I say foreign or strange, I'll say strange jizz where I don't really know it that, that like I like. Uh, and even if like my partner were to send a video of, of him jacking off, I wouldn't be turned on by the jizz scene. Strange but jizz, jizz. Strange jizz. Sounds like a band that yes. we should start. <laughs> we strange should. jizz is coming out to see you. A strange jizz. <laughs> but I li- in person, I think it's hot. But on a, in a photo video or in porn, it's not my jam, even no. if I, it's not strange strange to me so if it was in person and the jizz was i don't want strange, it in my hair was familiar oh, jizz you're familiar okay jizz it. yes familiar jizz in person i i like but i don't want it in my hair i don't want it in my eyeballs i like don't mind in my face but doesn't turn me on your hair has to be so difficult to get jizz oh my god on. i can't imagine have you ever had it in your hair yeah and i'm like oh, what the fuck did you do though, usually when you bang right? i'll be like you got it in my hair no i don't always put it up because i like oh. the wild animal hair thing oh, okay okay but uh, sometimes if i get it in my hair i'm like what you got it in my hair. Jesus. I've it's going to hang on there for hair. like four days. So I wash my hair every five days. So. Well, you can't. Well, you have so much hair. I can't brush That's it. Got, yeah, it's I know. curly. It's a process. Uh, well, I want to say, speaking to this. Wait, do you, where do you like jizz, Chip? So I like with my my long-term partner who I've been with for a while. I like jizz inside. However, during my years. And your partner's a vasectomy too, by the way, everyone. He does. Yeah. And so that makes it even better. And I will say that. Before that, when I was hooking up with other dudes, I would have them come on my tits because I didn't always want jizz inside me. But I usually used a condom. But there were some partners that I I knew I wasn't going to have penetrative sex with. And it was like other forms of of hooking up. So hand jobs, blow jobs. And I'd be like, come on my tits. Was on the tits hot to you or is it more like this is better than I don't want you to come inside me because I'm not on birth I wasn't control. actually having penis and vagina sex with some of these that I wanted them to come in my tits but I, I yeah so but, okay so okay so but I use condoms with a lot of other ones but did it turn you on to have them come yes. on your tits okay yes and so you, you get turned on by jizz on your tits but like in your stomach would not but like something on about on your face, breast is attractive to you yes okay. stomach fine as well I don't mind stomach and why is it attractive uh, I don't know does I have no feel, idea. What does it feel like when that happens? It feels, I don't, feels great. What is the great feeling? I, I feel like it's probably, the great feeling is. Like, are you being dominated? Is it like no, they own you? No, it's nothing you? like that. I think it's it's just hot that I just saw all of how excited you were. Ooh, and now all it's all over, over you. All over my stomach or mostly the stomach thing is not as big as the tits. Yeah. I think because usually the tits. It's me incorporating the cock between the tits. Ooh. So that's it. Well, now that I think about it. And you have a lot of nerve endings like on nipples and things like that Ooh, too. Yeah. And there is something to be said about just like the the act of like, like you're saying, but like like your pleasure is now all over me. Yeah. And I this I get to fully experience it while I don't want it in my pussy right now, perhaps. Um, whether it's because I get more turned on with it on my tits or it's a birth control method by not having it on my tits or I just well, don't want your jizz inside of me. That's a good point. Yeah. Because if someone doesn't have a vasectomy and you're not trying to have a child, uh, then ejaculating somewhere else is quite nice yes definitely much much better if you're not trying to get pregnant and someone's yes. a vasectomy and you're not birth control um yes and so i think yeah so porn has glorified it for sure i do know some um women who like it on their face they're like i want i i we i had this hot hookup last night i said i wanted them to come on my face it came on my face it was so hot and you know to each their own i'm sure that they probably picked that. i'm sure my guess is they probably picked that up from watching porn yeah 
but it's also like the taboo, the naughty, the dirty, you know, like, and, and that's hot, right? So if it seems really, really dirty and naughty, it might be hotter to you. Like, I want you to do this nerdy, nerdy, n- dirty, naughty, nerdy thing, which includes uh, coming on my face. Uh, I would just think about my sensitive skin and if I get breakouts I will be pissed. April won't even let me touch her face. No, no one gets to touch my face. Maybe during like a hot sexy night. I'm gonna lick your face. Then it's like, are your hands fucking clean? Well, they better be because number one, you can touch my pussy. Number two, if you touch my face, yeah, you just gotta have clean hands. Better be clean. What about something jizzing on your ass? Sure. Yeah. Hot, not hot. I like jizz in my ass too, and you don't like jizz in the ass. Oh hell no! So that's I don't a problem. mind that. No. Although I did get a stomach ache the other exactly, day. Exactly, that's and what I, happens. And I was like, for "Fucking me. Amy told me this would happen. I'm not believing it because it's never happened to me before." It I gets swear. Stuck. I thought about it, and I was like, <laughs> mm, "I think that did maybe give me a stomach ache, but I'm not convinced." Yeah. It's only happened one time out of all of the. I have only had jizz in my ass like three times, and it, it was not good any time. And I, I have no desire to test that again. I'm cool. Like I'm, I'm really. I good don't on mind that the one. jizz in the butt. Yeah, but it was the first time. With, yeah. the, with the nausea. Welcome to my world. <laughs> um, okay, so we covered this. Yes, yeah, so a porn visual. <laughs> so feeling dominated, though, I think can be a thing. Uh, and I think for me, when I, if I'm directing, I want your come in a certain place on my body. That's me directing as a, a topping from the bottom as a sub, the kind of directing the dominant person that mm-hmm. has the jizz. And so I can resonate with that. But the, I think the, the ultimate answer is it's different for everyone. And some people might not want jizz anywhere near their body, as we said earlier. Some people might want in certain areas their body or come um, and it might it will turn them on for different reasons and ways uh, and to each their own as long as it's consensual and it sounds like this partner wants it anywhere so Funny. Great. Have fun with Might that. Might be good to check in though in a couple months or a couple weeks just okay. to make sure. Can I give a tip just about it. she still feels that way? Yeah, seriously. Yeah, like how, so how are you feeling about all this jizz? All Where are you going with this? She's like our friends. Like I'm dating ladies now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, just one last tip before we go to the bio move to the podcast. If you are jizzing on someone's body, I think a really wonderful pro tip is to be, be the loving cleanup crew to go get like a warm towel or washcloth and offer at least to clean it off of them which can be real also just feel really nourishing and if you accidentally get in their hair and they don't want their hair offer to like help with that (laughs) but don't just make the the fluids that come out of your body someone else's thing to deal with meaning like it's a shared experience it's not just like okay you go tend to this thing it's like wow what an honor i just got to orgasm with you and maybe on you and now let me tend to that too that's great advice a warm cloth too the warm maybe put some lavender in there i don't know Sometimes I need to make the washcloths softer. Yeah, yeah, none of the scruffy, none of the scruffy yeah, things. Yeah, I think that's great. Advice. Sandpaper. This message brought to you by Strange Jizz the Band. <laughs> We're on tour everywhere, coming to you. <laughs> no pun intended. Okay. We should have named our book Strange Jizz. Uh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> That's our next one. Oh Sequel. <laughs> All right, let's do a bio. Memoirs, strange jizz. <laughs> I just think a band would be better. Okay, so the bio. Sterling Cooper taps into his unique experience performing under high-pressure situations as a former adult film star and straight male escort to help men all over the world fix any performance issues they might have in the bedroom and help them give their lovers mind-blowing experiences in the bedroom. To learn more, check out Sterling Cooper's YouTube channel. It's really hot. Seriously. Yeah. Go check it out. And he's hot too. <laughs> All right, everyone, it's interview time. And we are here with Sterling Cooper. And you already heard a little bit about Sterling in the bio. 
Um, I was checking Sterling out on Insta- Instagrams. He's a quite a fine looking man, just have to say. <laughs> now you see him in the flesh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, flesh. so if you're not watching or checking out our Instagram or TikTok, you probably want to check it out to see some clips of Sterling or go to his Instagram. He's quite big on social media, including YouTube. And he has more than a beautiful face. Okay. Okay. Cause you'll see there's a lot of a lot of here, a lot of things to offer here. So we're going to talk about pussy pleasure, um, how to please your woman, how to please your Volvo owning partner. Uh, and we're we're gonna both kind of come at it from this perspective of, you know, a man's perspective, Sterling Cooper over here, and then our perspective, pussy owners over here, and um, and what we've learned not only from our own experiences, but from our work in the, this area. So you again already heard a little bit about Sterling in the bio. So Sterling, welcome, welcome to our show. And can you please tell us a little more about how you got to where you are today in the field of sexuality? Well, thank you very much for having me. It's an absolute pleasure. Thank you for the kind words. Mm-hmm. I, I get told a bit, every now and then that I'm a bit better looking in in person, face to face, than I am in photos. So apparently, I'm not. Well, not then you must be really good looking. I must. I must be. I must be. Yeah. Uh, so how how do I get into this this kind of space, this field? Well, uh, my background is I am a retired adult film star. I was in the industry for about five years, shooting all over the planet: Australia, England, Europe, America. I've shot everywhere. I've won an award. I've been nominated for a lot of, lot of ABN awards and things like that. And uh, before I did that, I was a what you might call a high-class male companion back in Australia, where I would please wealthy business ladies on on the weekends, mm. give, you know, whining and dining and, and things like that. The boyfriend experience—that's what you might call it. And before I did that, even I was in the swingers scene as a bull. That's another ah. term you might be familiar with. So yeah, I would get invited to parties and uh, yeah, have, have a bit of a fun time doing that. So mm. I've, I've had this very eclectic experience over the last decade, at least of performing under high pressure sexual situations, you might say. Mm. And so I try to take that knowledge, everything I've learned from that to help guys overcome any kind of bedroom performance issue they might possibly have and try to help them understand the female body better and understand the female mind better, especially in the sexual context. Mm-hmm. Now I know why you look familiar, the, the adult film star portion of it. I was like, that's, I not was like true. You... that's not true. <laughs> yeah. You get filmed by the nipples down. You never see yeah. that. But I know, but your chest just looks familiar yeah. to me, okay? Even though there's a button covering it. Uh, did, the did you hire him as an escort one weekend? No. I, you were I, in Australia for a little bit. Him. Oh, yeah. Well, you can <laughs> now. Just kidding. Hey. Just kidding. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's a really amazing career. Like the thus far, it's, I feel like you've just begun. Mm-hmm. And now you're on the shameless sex. You've already been so shameless. I wanted you, for, first of all, with the bull portion of that, because you mentioned that, and some folks out there might not know what a bull is. Can you just uh, just talk about that? That's not my question, but I just wanted you to elaborate so folks can understand. Right. Yeah. So a, a bull in the swingers context is the single male who comes in to pleasure the wife and the husband sits back sits back and uh, watches mm, like cuckolding or hot wifing hot wifing i'm glad you made that distinct those are two very different things mm. and yes the bull is the same in either scenario uh, the, the term bull is the same but cuckolding and hot wifing are two very different things 
Yeah. yeah. We've done episodes on that before. On both, yeah. Yeah. Both. And uh, cuckolding generally involves more of like humiliation aspects as far as we know. So like, and you're not, a, and you wouldn't be a unicorn uh, because no. yeah, the, the coveted unicorn, because you'd be hooking up with a couple, you were generally there for the woman's pleasure for the man to watch. Yeah. That's- yeah. So I would, I would get in, invited to big parties by unicorns. Uh-huh. The single women in the swinger scene, they can bring a plus one if they want to, to kind of even out the ratio. And uh, yeah, so that's how I kind of got my start in the swinger scene. I would get invited by the unicorns to uh-huh. various parties and I'd meet and mingle and yeah. This sounds like some like mystical mystery world, like the unicorns and bulls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the things and magic and sparkles. Okay, so so let's talk about pre-sex play. Obviously, you are skilled in this department. Why is it so important? And what are your top tips if uh, for getting vulva owners turned on and aroused before there's some penis and vagina sex? Mm, foreplay. Well, sexual tension, right, is fundamentally about unpredictability sexual tension is about anticipation so the the antithesis the opposite of sexual tension would literally be predictability like if she knows exactly like every single thing that's going to happen and you know if you're in a long-term relationship that typically means she's like (laughs) you and her have had sex the exact same way every time you've had sex for the last like several months, it's super predictable for her. Well, the monotony of it all. Yeah. Right? That takes away all that sexual tension. That takes away all that anticipation that fun. So the buildup to sex, like prior to even touching each other, I think that a large part of making that exciting, making that fun, not just for her, but for him as well, for both parties involved, is about creating some element of mystery, unpredictability, and anticipation. So for example, like if I'm, if you're, if you're going to, if I'm going to sext with a woman, like, you know, uh, texting, texting. Back and, yeah. sexting, texting back and forth with her and stuff. If I'm going to describe what I, in, what I intend to do to her that evening, that is still building on the anticipation of mm-hmm. what she's going to receive. But the, the most useful tool in a man's arsenal for foreplay for building this anticipation is actually the female mind. A woman's mind is incredibly creative. So I don't need to be super duper descriptive. I just need to kind of paint a canvas and then she and her, her mind and her subconscious will start to fill in all the nitty gritty details in anticipation of actually meeting up with me. So mm-hmm. I think that the one of the best tools a man can use is actually a woman's, her imagination, a woman's imagination, her own imagination, and kind of trying to lead her there in anticipation before you even are physically in front of one another. Mm-hmm. Love that. So like so you're saying foreplay, Happens even before you're in the bedroom, before in the brain. yeah, in the brain, then before you're touching, yeah, and it, that 100%. is really and important. That, and, that's, and, and that's true with men and women. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. So what's what's something that I could say? Like if you're sexting, your brain is so big. Yeah, I'm gonna lick your brain later. <laughs> lick that so brain good. Hard. I'm like, oh, interesting. How are you gonna get in there? Uh, Through the ears. Yes. <laughs> Someone's into it. Um, yeah. What would be like an ex- when you're saying that you don't have to be like. 
what I'm hearing is like, you don't have to overthink it because the women already have these like creative minds. You what would be like a simple way to, to say, like kind of plant a seed or say something in the earlier part of the day about the, the to build up the tension in the, for the later part of the day? Depends what angle we want to go down. Okay, do I do I give her instruction and like and Ooh. by giving her instructions so that she will anticipate a further scenario? So I might say something like, you know, make sure you wear a short skirt tonight. Uh huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, if I say that, well, what thoughts are going through her head? Um, sex. Is he, is uh- <laughs> where, yeah. Prob- yeah. possibly, yeah. hypothetically, what railing is he going to bend me over? Yeah. You know, the, 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 you, you get where I'm going with this. Totally. That's that's yeah. just one example, right? I might I might say uh, I, I, I how graphic can I get on your on your it's show? It's shameless sex. Okay, go on. Say whatever <laughs> you want. Yeah. I want to make sure I'm not crossing any boundaries. Or no, no, we like it all. You just okay, can't say cool. cock or or vagina. I'm just kidding. That's you not can true. say you everything can say you, you want. All yeah. right, cool, 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 fine. So I might you might even start to describe like the way that her body is going to feel. So, okay, let's say, for example, you have no idea what I'm going to do to you later, but I guarantee that your pussy lips will be absolutely swollen by the end of it. Oh, that's good. Okay, cool. There's, there's a gap there. Like, she doesn't have a clue what the the, the act is going to be, but the end result, she knows there's a certain... There's a, so she's got that ability to anticipate mm-hmm. in between, and her mind can create whatever fantasy scenario she wants in between those two things i've had one this is me throw a lot of people off but uh one particular person not my current partner uh but one particular person who liked the female body like as sweaty as possible and so his was like i want you to go to a hot yoga class and don't shower after and then I want to come there and I'm, you know, like, just like, that was kind of like the extent of it. Like, and I, I know of that, like, you're going to be like licking up all of my body's juices. That's his jam. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, it just like, let me know that that was going to be part of it. He was going to be like smelling me and like taking all the smells and, you know, so it's like, there's so many different ways that you can play with it. Then, you know, if you're a really clean person, you might be like, oh, it's gross, but you know, different strokes for different folks. Um, yes. Okay. So <laughs> as I talk about that, being that sweaty after hot yoga and, you know, haven't watched wash my bits which i wash my bits everyone but still in that case so what about oral sex or now we're talking about putting your mouth on pussies what are your top tips for going down on that pussy i think the number one thing these guys need to do is be patient because women, men can be a bit men can be like a light switch this is old, an old saying and women are more like a a, a dial right you don't you have to build it up so when it comes to when it comes to oral sex, when it comes to cunnilingus, to going down on a woman, the way I try to teach guys, right, is imagine like imagine a spectrum from like say zero to one hundred, right. Along that spectrum, every woman's orgasm is going to fall somewhere. So, but the, the spectrum is based upon like intensity, like pressure, and speed. So some women will orgasm when the the pressure is super super light. And the speed is very, very, very slow. Other women will orgasm when the, the pressure is super intense and the speed is super fast. Somewhere along that spectrum is going to be her sweet spot, right? And you, your job is to try and find, get to that sweet spot. The problem is you can't find her sweet spot if you start at the super intense, super hard mm. uh, spe- end of the spectrum. But you can find it if you start at the very, very soft, and slow end of a spectrum. And then you can gradually build 
the intensity and the speed of the pressure you're applying with your tongue to the clitoris as you progress along that spectrum. And eventually it's gonna be very, very obvious when you hit that sweet spot, because she's probably gonna say something like, that's it, stop, keep doing that right there. Like any of these kind of phrases she's gonna throw out to you to give you an indication of that's exactly what I want you to keep doing. And then all the guy has to do is be really, really patient. And if he's done this enough times, his tongue will be uh, will have a bit more stamina to it. He won't have a problem. But another, th another, another thing I'll throw in there is when he gets to that sweet spot, when he finds that sweet spot, that's also a great opportunity to throw in a second bit of stimulation. So that might be reaching up and playing with the nipples, or that mm. might be inserting a couple of fingers and playing with a G spot. But once he's reached that spot on the clitoris where he knows, okay, this is, this is the intensity and the speed, the pressure she likes, great. We're patient here, but a way to speed up the process is to apply a second sensation to try and overwhelm the body a little bit. That's smart. Time for a quick break so we can tell you about our carefully chosen sponsors. Please stay tuned and buy their products because we only tell you about what we love and what we truly believe in, and it helps keep this podcast free to you. What are you, so what's your way, April? For what are you like? What are you like on your pussy? Like, like this? What, what Sterling's talking about with the slow, slow, and then like fast and hard on the clitoris with the tongue and mouth? Yeah, I, actually, how confusing is this? Depends. Sometimes it it varies for me, and it will depend on what is happening. Sometimes I'm more sensitive. Sometimes I'm not. I do prefer some like some stimulation with some fingers. Sometimes in, anally. I know this is like my thing. I'm always talking about anal, anal, anal. But uh, anal I, April over right. here. I never knew how important my butt was until it was incorporated in in playtime. And but I do like a little slowness at first. And sometimes people forget how important the clitoris is, and they'll like just kind of uh, n like go around with the fingers and kind of go straight for the for the vaginal the canal hole. yeah and i'm like yo no 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 you got to focus on on the external pieces first that's really important so what about you amy oh me yeah if you go straight from my hole we're gonna have a problem unless yeah, i unless i say yeah. stick it in then listen to me please because that's what i want or it's like, same with like you know when it comes to actual penetrative sex like i want i want that to also start off slow because if you start jackhammering me and i'm like you just oversensitize my pussy i can't feel anything i might feel like i don't know also like kind of disrespected and, and unseen so it's like when i want you to fuck me really hard i'm gonna say fuck me harder or yeah. you can ask me too but yeah so i used to not like having someone go down on my pussy very much until like only last couple months um and i think that i think it stems out of my first couple sexual experiences as a teenager where i was having penetrative sex the people I was having penetrative sex with were not offering or attempt, even attempting to go down on me, nor did I feel like like I knew how to ask for that. Uh, I was just kind of like, okay, I guess this is just what we do. And then when it, I started to experience it, you know, still we're like you know, early 20s. No one knows what the fuck they're doing. And I already have this kind of story built in my head and I'm not like used to it. So then, now, then it's just ticklish and squeamish. So, you know, up until uh, the last couple of months, I'd say like, I've only had under 10 orgasms from oral and for the most part, oral has been just like a stepping stone to like, now I want your cock inside of me, but it hasn't been something like I could do this all day. I could have your mouth on my pussy all day. Hmm. Now I'm at that place where I'm like, 
Like I could be, I could have someone going down my pussy all day as long as I feel you know aligned with them in that way. Like they're skilled in what they're doing, and I generally find this is what I've discovered. Well, I, and let me know what you think about this, April and, and Sterling too. I think what I was doing in a lot of um, receiving oral sex was being more like, oh, I kind of just like lay here and like moan. But now I'm like grinding my hips Thrusting into the face. Hips. Yeah, your, fu- your face fucking, yeah. that's important. I'm grinding. I'm, so I'm moving my body in a way on the face that feels... I'm not exactly face fucking, although yes, I can do that too. But I would probably check in and be like, is this okay? But I'm still kind of like moving with my, my partner who's moving with me so that I can get my clit exactly where I want on their face, their lips and their mouth. What do you all mm. think about that? Did I figure that, out some gold? <laughs> that no, that's good. That, that also tells me that there's like a pressure thing involved too. Like you're trying to you're trying to hit you're trying to hit a certain spot on the clitoris, and you're trying to apply a certain amount of pressure too. One of the things mm-hmm. that I will teach guys is, okay, imagine that I'm looking down the barrel, like as a guy, like the male perspective, right? Imagine a clock, basically where the vagina is, where the clitoris is, I should say, and you kind of want to aim somewhere between one to two p.m on the clock is seriously there's yeah. something about okay. what is that yeah that, that's like Dip. the general consensus one Dip, yeah, that, that that's side the, that is the general consensus yes yeah. the left side yeah you said that yeah because that cause i've been saying this for a while like for some reason i don't know why, i have no idea why biologically that tends to across m- most women be the sweet spot somewhere between 1 to 2 p.m on the clitoris look, like yeah. looking at it that's that's the sweet spot it's it's like so you know the majority of us are right-handed, you know. So the majority of pussy owners are left. One to two, ple- that would be pleasure. to the right. To the right. One to like two. Twelve. If I'm looking at it, yeah. No, no. If you're if, looking, at it. if you're looking, so twelve That's o'clock. My one left. two. But it's yes. my left, right? To you. To your you, left. So, your, your left. Yes. It would be what's that then? Like oh, eleven and ten. Yeah, yeah. No, okay, wait. 11, no, okay. 10. My clitoris, so this is my clitoris <laughs> on my body. I was, so, I'm so okay. I know, I need to get a clock out. It because, is, because if it's like 12 o'clock straight up, so then to the left would be 11, 12. If you're counterclockwise, to the right yes. would be 1, 2. So yeah. are we speaking from the giver's perspective? Because those are two different givers. clocks. Yeah. I'm, the talking from, I'm talking from the from the male perspective of going down on a girl. Yeah, to you it is between one if and I, two. If, if the if the beginning of the clitoris is at twelve o'clock, uh huh. Like, I'm aiming slightly on to to my right. You're right. One to two two p one to two p.m. kind of position. So wouldn't that be our hour? No, your left. It'd be left. eleven hour to left. ten to us. Yeah, eleven to ten. No, no, yeah. no, no. Yeah, yeah counterclockwise. So. Really. Okay. Okay. It's, 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 it's this even way. more confusing because yeah. the cameras making making the yeah. Video. I think we can all do this at the same time here, but because also there's a different perspective of me facing you and and my perspective on my body and you facing me and seeing where that clock is. So those are different things. But you know who said this? Um, Nicole Deadone, who wrote the book Slow Sex, that she created the oming thing. And, and she said the same thing. There's like this one, like one side, this one area. So, well, well tomato, really, tomato. I mean, let's, we need to, April and I will practice after this and figure out what yeah. we're talking about. I mean, about. If, you, if you really want to turn someone off, just start talking about the clock with it, them and be like, like what? Oh. Is your, no, I'm just kidding. And uh, it's not going to work. No, no. But I would be like, wait, what? Or don't do the ABC. So that's, that ABCs. is, that is because, because you gave some great tips for going down in the pussy, but there are a lot of dudes out there are givers. Let's, let's say doing things that like maybe they should throw out the window or yes. they need to like 
fine tune a bit. So what are some things that you can think of that would instantly turn off a pussy owner that's receiving? I mean, I wouldn't say this would instantly turn her off, but you just mentioned something I, I have to chime in on, which is like the ABC. ABC. Oh my God. <laughs> Thank you. I, that but shit. That, no. But you know what? You know, the only reason that dudes do that is because they heard about it at, in high school. Yes. It's the only reason that, like, and I didn't hear about it from a chick. They heard about it from another dude. Like, oh, where did it come from? Why? Why? It probably come from, from a Cosmopolitan article sometime. In yeah, the probably. Did. Or it was probably like, we have no idea what to do. So this sounds like a good idea. Like, here's your. Here's an option. No, there's also that. Okay, but here's okay. What I'll say is, um, this not really answering your question, but I feel like I need to say it. So there is an element to the ABC, like going from A to Z on the clitoris. There is an element to it which can be helpful, and that is learning what her particular stroke is. But if, is that because if you go through all the letters, you're going to be doing a lot of different different rhythms, like left to right, up to down, counterclockwise, clockwise, right? A far quicker way of learning what she likes in terms of direction is just watching her masturbate in front of you. Yes. Yes. Okay. Which direction does she move her fingers? Is she moving clockwise, counterclockwise, left, right, up, down? Okay, cool. I'll just copy that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's such it's so much faster. It's so much quicker. So I, I think there was maybe at one point there was some intention behind the ABC thing, but it's a trash idea. So stop doing it. <laughs> or like when people are talking about oh, when a lot of penis owners are like, oh, so I I'll hold my orgasm by thinking of like baseball stats oh, yeah. or some shit. I'm like, no, <laughs> grandma orgasm. If you're feeling the well, urge, and I think okay. naked on a cold day. Well, and also, you know, if you're just focusing on one area the whole time, that can be overstimulating too much. So yes. hey, while yes. ABC's, you know, even taking that out, it's, it's uh, also for a lot of folks, like, you know, stimulating other parts of just this one part. Cause if you're just on the head of my clitoris the whole time and be like, too much. I need, yeah, I needed to move that around. I and mean, same with the head of the cock, right? Like if I was just sucking yeah. the head of your cock and that's, it didn't touch anywhere else. That probably would be t- too much for you or not uh, too super pleasant. hundred percent agree with that. hundred percent agree with that. I think, yeah. And then, and I think a good, we're talking a lot about oral sex, but I think this is really great advice. So I don't think, I don't see a reason to stop talking about it. The, when a guy's building up a woman to that, like through, uh, through, through oral sex, Again, don't just focus entirely on the one like that's that's like the sweet spot, sure. But you don't want to be there like a hundred percent of the time. You do want to occasionally change the rhythm up, play play around it, tease around it with the around the clitoral hood, right? And then dive into the dive into the actual vagina a little bit with your tongue. Add these little extra sensations to add to the whole effect, so you can so that when you go back to that sweet spot, it's it amplifies the experience rather than numbing it. Like you just said, mm. I think that's very, very important for guys to understand. You can, and it's the same reason why you said, oh, if he's jackhammering away the moment he puts his penis in you, it's it can be a very numbing sensation. And this mm. is true for this is true for men and women. This is goes both ways. Both mm. sexes need to understand that this this goes both ways. Like you can't just one of my one of my biggest pet thieves is I think, and I, maybe we'll talk about this later, but. I think a lot of women have been misled by pornography in terms of what guys like when it comes to hand jobs or blow jobs. And they're just jackhammering away, going a million miles an hour, super ridiculously fast and aggressive. And it's like, whoa, honey, hold, mm-hmm. slow down a second. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. This thing has nerve endings in it. Like, relax for a minute. Like, it's, 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 it 
it's too aggressive. And I think most people would prefer, okay, let's build it up a little bit. <laughs> mm -hmm. Be a bit patient with it. Tease it a little bit. Enjoy the process. And that will, I think, for most people, that would create a far more pleasurable experience. Um, I have for, forgotten your original question. I'm so oh. sorry. No, that's okay, because that was important information. We were talking about the things that can turn off the pussy owner from the receiving side. What what are the things that could use fine-tuning if you're a dude out, out there in the world? Yeah, some things not to do. What would turn them off instantly? I think, you know what I think would really turn off most women instantly is a man being incredibly and visibly unsure of himself mm, and unsure of what uh -huh. he's doing. And I think confidence is a is a word that gets thrown around a lot, and it's a bit hard for for guys to like latch onto in different scenarios. So that's why I don't use the word confidence in that in that context because because I'm trying to explain something a bit deeper. And that is, if he's unsure of himself, if he's nervous, say nervous, unsure, anxious in any sexual context, well, that is going to make his partner feel nervous, anxious, and unsure of themselves and unsure of him. And that, like, basically it's going to make her feel in, in some way fear really, which is the last emotion you could possibly want your partner to feel during a sexual interaction. You want her to, you want her to feel calm, comfortable arousal. Like you do not want the opposite of that. And I think what, I think it's the man's job to lead the sexual interaction for the most part. Look, obviously there's exceptions to that. If there's a, you know, if she's a dominant and he's a submissive, obviously there's a, that's a different scenario. But for the vast majority of sexual interactions, the man should be leading her through that experience. And he can only do that if he's calm and confident in himself and what he's doing. And if he shows uncertainty and anxiety and, and, you know, a lack of, faith in himself, she will pick up on that emotion instantly and be extremely put off. And, mm -hmm. uh, and I think, I think that's you're so that's, right. That's she's so, be just you're like so right. Tense and, and she's going to be tense and anxious and she's going to clam up and she's like, no, I don't want to, I don't want to be in here anymore. I don't want to be part of this situation anymore. Cause he, there's something about the energy he's giving off, which is making me as a woman feel uncomfortable. And I think that that uh, level of confidence or um, uh, that we're talking about doesn't have to be like, I have it all figured out. I took so many sex ed classes and I have I touched so many pussies. I am the pussy master because all bodies are really different. Um, you know, if someone showed up that way, like, oh, I know exactly how to do all these things. I'd be like, well, do you? Because I'm a little different. Like I've been known to be called whack-a-mole, meaning like my pleasure keeps changing all over the place. And like, it's it's a journey to follow that thread. And when you can follow that thread with me, we can have fantastic a times. Rubik's Cube. I might be more whack-a-mole-y than okay. Rubik's Cube. <laughs> um, and I, but, yeah, which I like it. You know, it's, it's just like, okay, you know, the, the mole comes up here. Oh, gotta go there. Oh, the mole goes down, goes over here. Okay, now. That was like a game on the Price is Right or something? Uh, I think you can go to the boardwalk and it's there in the arcade. Oh, some people but, might not know. No, I don't know. I've never I think played. you can get it at home too. But Are they gophers or they're moles? I don't know. It's called whack-a-mole. But anyways, time for a quick break to talk about one of our sponsors who just so happens to be our absolute favorite lube, Uber Lube. Uber Lube is a luxurious silicone lubricant and it enhances intimacy. It's there when you want it and it blends in when you're done with it. So you have control over that lube. It's long lasting and leaves the skin extra velvety. And honestly, y'all, I want it all over my body. 
Thousands of doctors in the U.S. are recommending Uberlube to their patients. It's body-friendly, thus likely to change the pH, and it has vitamin E, so it feels extra moisturizing. There's a reason why we've been a fan of Uberlube for years. There's no flavor or scent. It's even great for oral sex, everyone. But it's not just great for sex. You can use it for massage, your hair. You can prevent chafing. It even brings out the colors of your beautiful tattoos. And the bottle is absolutely gorgeous. It looks more like a cosmetic, so you can leave it anywhere shamelessly for easy access. Just go to uberlube.com and use the discount code SHAMELESS10 to get 10% off and free shipping. Again, that's U-B-E-R-L-U-B-E.com right now with code SHAMELESS10 for 10% off and free shipping. This podcast is also brought to you by OMGS.com. Join over 1 million people who are experiencing more pleasure with OMGS. They take scientific research of thousands of vulva owners showing techniques to pleasure that pussy. They turn this research into tasteful, educational short videos, animated modules, and infographics. OMGS is for anyone who wants to learn about vulva pleasure or take it to the next level. Want to take your orgasms from good to out of this world? Then check out OMGS. Or if you're a vulva lover and want to up your pussy pleasuring skills, then you need to check out OMGS. I've personally been recommending OMGS to my clients for years, and it's completely changed their lives. They have three seasons, external pleasure, internal pleasure, and sex toys. It's not a subscription service, and you don't need to download a thing. OMGS also makes a fabulous gift, and your purchase supports more pleasure research. So just go to omgs.com shameless to get 10% off right now. Again, that's omgs.com shameless to receive 10% off unlimited access towards enhancing your pleasure power. The link is in the episode's description. So I what I would find the really confident and, and sexy to me uh, or, um, or yeah what that would really help me drop in isn't that like I'm the best lover ever and I know everything it is um you know that this like I'm so excited to just be here with you and pleasure you and follow your pleasure and you know I could do this all day and I'm and I would want to hear what you want tell me when you want we like all these different things like I, I would find that confident because he can handle me being like less of that more of this da, 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 da. but if he can't handle me saying that he's like I know what I'm doing why why are you this like why are you saying that? You know, if he's gonna be offended by me saying a little bit lighter, now can you just use your fingers? Now I want you want your, your cock, da, 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 you know, like then to me that is like that's confidence. That's uh, someone who's really strong strong in their sexual being and really hot. I mean it's, uh, it's sexy that. to be able to explore a woman's body like that. Mm-hmm. Like as as from a male perspective, I find that incredibly attractive to be able to like well, it's, it's, it's exciting. That's all. That's the whole. That is part of the whole excitement of being with a woman, is learning all of her buttons, and learning all the different the different things I can push and I can play with that are gonna turn her on and arouse her. I think having coming into sex, yeah, you can you can be experienced and you can absolutely know a woman's body incredibly well, and you can you can have a like a roadmap, let's say of, okay, most women respond well to these certain buttons that I might push, right? But there's still, obviously, the element of her, like her as an individual, okay, well, what buttons, what are her favorite buttons to push? What things that does she really, really enjoy? And I think that's part of the fun of exploring a partner. It's like, okay, great. 
she really likes it, like you just said before, she really likes it when I play with her butthole while I eat her out. Awesome, cool. This is in this is in the in the log. This is in the book. And we keep playing, we keep exploring, we keep finding all these different fun little buttons to push on each other. This goes both ways. And yeah, so if coming in, coming into sex with that kind of arrogant, like like boxed mentality of it, there's only one way to have sex, probably. I think yeah. that's, I don't think that's ever going to really lead to any any fun uh, and any fun encounters. Yeah, no, thank you. Or just yeah, arrogance in general, even outside the bedroom. No gracias. Okay, so I know we've been already been talking. We, this is mostly oral stuff here. Um, so let's go more to the PIV sex, penis, and vagina. Um, or we can talk about assholes if you want, April. But <laughs> oh, I don't mind yeah. PIV. Yeah, yeah, she she loves some good PIV. So um, PIV sex. What, in your expert opinion, is a pussy worshiper? What like to make someone a pussy worshiper? What do most women love in the bedroom during PIV sex to make someone make someone like the best pussy worshiper with their cock inside a pussy? It's <laughs> an interesting, <laughs> interesting way to phrase it. I like that. <laughs> it may so, have been selfish because I like my pussy praise. So, <laughs> <laughs> so for guys, it's important to understand that. I think it's easier for men to understand that penetrative sex is really just about angles. So if you, cause most men tend to be a bit more mathematically and in, like inclined in their brains than, than women do. So I think it's a bit easier for guys to kind of attack this problem solving ability, uh, problem, problem to solve from like an angles perspective. And geometry, we're talking geometry now, yeah, literally, Sterling. Literally, it's, right. it's, it's nerdy and it's not sexy to talk about it. Sorry. Yeah. But for men to understand it, it's, it makes it a bit easier. So, like the, the spot you're basically trying to hit with the head of your penis is primarily the G spot. For, for most women, for most of the time, with most positions, you're you're gonna get the best bang for your buck if you're hitting the G spot with the head of your penis. And so, okay, cool. Well, what, unfortunately, oddly enough, not every, and also because of the pe men's penises bend in different directions, like some, some dudes are straight, some dudes are curved up, some dudes are curved, curved down. So it actually does depend upon the direction your dick points, which positions are going to be more beneficial for you. Like you're going to have, you're going to get, you know, better, better results from different positions. So as a guy, if you're a guy whose penis bends downwards, okay, well, doggy styles, your, your A game, that's perfect for you because you're sliding across that G spot every time you penetrate, right? If you're a guy like me and your dick curves upwards a bit more, Cowgirl's your best friend because when she's sitting there and she's sliding back and forth, you're hitting that spot every time. So it really does depend. But there's things you can do in most basic sex positions to improve that angle. So, for example, in missionary position, it's actually not the ideal angle of penetration because you're kind of going, if, you know, that, if that's her torso and I'm coming in, the angle is kind of in a downwards curve like that. Okay, great. Or if I take a pillow and put it under her hips and we can raise her her hips at an angle at like a 45 degree angle. Excellent. Now, when I come in and penetrate, now I'm more likely to be hitting right there on the sweet spot on the G spot or the legs up. Yeah, your wherever, legs wherever up. she wants to put them, she can put them yeah. right next to my yeah. ears as much as I don't care. I love that. <laughs> I mean, you could have, so like say your cock is inside of a, a woman, a pussy owner 
um, you know, like if, or for folks that are newer to like, say you haven't had sex with this partner before and you're having sex, maybe your bodies are different because all bodies like all the shapes of pussies are different, too. So like you could probably play around with different positions to see where does it feel like this part of my cock is hitting an area in, inside of you that feels good and then move forward from there and you might find like you know what other people are doing in porn very different from your body maybe it's sideways oh. i don't know oh, no, no there are there are dicks that curve to the sides <laughs> do not do not copy porn sections please because <laughs> yeah. you have to understand if anyone like you what like 99 of what we do is to is for the viewer it's for the camera so we, we literally have sex in a way that isn't pleasurable for either of us mm. so that it is enjoyable to watch for you. Mm-hmm. That is 99% of porn sex. But like the angles we take in porn is 99% just for the viewer. It's not at all for like either of our actual pleasure. So do not, don't copy like don't do like the pile driver and crap. Like no, no one enjoys the pile driver. Nobody. <laughs> We say that all the time. I'm glad that you gave some perspective from your side of, of, of the scenario as well. Porn is, we are, it's great for entertainment. We're huge advocates for watching porn for entertainment, but for education or for, for uh, sex tips and advice, like not so much because they're, y'all are athletes, any porn stars out there, porn performers, it's uh, so much respect, but it's, yeah, like you said, it's for the camera. Also the geometry reference really hit home for me because I had the hottest geometry teacher in high school. <laughs> I actually took like way more expect- geometry yeah. than I needed or should have because he was hot and oh my god it made you want to go to class you know who you are that's awesome yeah, so i learned a lot about angles Ooh. you know what you should you should play with do some role play with your partner where he's your geometry teacher I thought about positioning like angles but when you were describing it sterling i was like oh that is genius i yeah. love that i was like oh now it brought me back to high school and looking at all the angles with my ruler anyway um <laughs> I bet all geometry teachers are really good in bed, just saying. I mean, perhaps. <laughs> so let's talk about dirty talk. We call it sexy talk because dirty can sound so nasty. I, I don't mind any of it, but I love some dirty talk, sexy talk. What are your top tips for someone that loves pussy pleasing, pussy pleasure when they're they're wanting to perfect their dirty talk game? Or do, is there no audible? Should they just close their mouth up? Shut the fuck up. They definitely shouldn't shut the fuck up. I'll say that, I'll say that yeah. right there. I'll, like, and I, you can tell me if I'm wrong, because every time I, t- I, every woman I've ever talked to about the subject, I've said, okay, hypothetical scenario, you're with a guy that you, you your first sexual encounter with a man, and, and you know you're actually in the in the act of penetration is happening, and he's making no fucking noise. I hate it. I'm like, are I you alive? It. I hate it. What's I need audible. On? I can yeah. li- literally, literally close my eyes when I'm watching porn and just listen to the good aud- audio. And if the dude is making noises, I get so much more turned on than even the visual. Closing my eyes, I for me, it's huge. It's like the biggest factor, and not just the the chick screaming. Ah, ah. I'm like, hey, close, shut up, let the dude. Like, I want to hear the. I hear some grounds. Yeah. Yeah, they tell us to shut up because they want. They only want the women's audio to like come through uh, when we're filming. But that is, guys need to, like, most guys don't understand how much women actually enjoy hearing the man enjoying himself. And so I think that's that's one big thing that guys need to understand in terms of just pure dirty talk. Okay, one of the, I try to give guys, like, 
rather than prescribe given like prescriptive lines to like verbatim recount because it might not match up with them and their personality perfectly it might sound a bit incongruent i would rather give guys uh like frameworks to operate within and so okay let's the the four for example that i would i would give guys is like controlling like leading language so for example like come here sit down get on your knees grab it put it in your mouth like these are all commands basically right this one is one aspect of dirty talk another one might be descriptive language so describing and amplifying sensations that she is already feeling so you might you know you're, if you're you know in the act of penetration you might say like how you might ask her to focus on how does that feel when my dick grinds up against your g-spot like that like like mm -hmm. what i'm trying to do it, it could, be, could be any scenario but I'm, all i'm trying to do is get her brain to focus in more on that exact sensation right to amplify it to the, to the purpose of amplifying we've got command like controlling commanding whatever language we have descriptive stuff we have uh we actually have like degrading language degrading language can be very very erotic depending upon you know the relationship depending upon if you know if, if your woman is into that if she, I, I, the way i look at that is there's a, there's a certain side to every woman which i like to call like her inner slut mm -hmm. and you you really get to see like the full beauty of a woman when she unleashes that with you and you make her feel comfortable and not judged for it she's allowed to express that with you and explore so much more than she would have before if you allow her to kind of tap into that and i think what you might call as like degrading derogatory humiliating kind of language is a way to start tapping into that and allowing her to express that so and that might be that on a, on the low end and the, the more tame end of that spectrum that might be something as simple as you're my who's my digital slut you're my digital slut things like this mm -hmm. allow her that one identify in that way so that she can then tap into that side of her but mm -hmm. these are some different frameworks that i will give guys so that they don't have to like think about what they're saying that's the worst thing is that and that's i think that's what stops most guys from engaging in dirty talk is they don't have a clue what to fucking say they're like oh they're trying to focus on like not ejaculating or they're trying to focus on like pleasing her and now they're trying to think about what to say so there's too many things going on at the same time so if I just give the guy a framework to operate in, then he can kind of be, be a bit creative and, and be a bit more natural and be in the moment when he's doing it. I've totally had, have you ever had this, Amy, where someone, so I love dirty talk. I love like the somewhat the degrading piece, but I had had someone like go too far. I was like, oh, that's too far. And yeah, I, was, lost that's I was like, damn far. it. And I was like, no, no, I got to get back into my, I got to get out of my head. I was like, fuck, fuck. And then I couldn't get out of it. And I was like, damn it. And then... It was like I'm trying to think of like it was what like it would have been. for yeah. me, and I, it was like, oh, I was like, why did? And after I was like, what, what, what came up for you to to uh to initiate that? And he was just like, oh, I, I don't know, it just came out. I was like, okay, okay. I was like, we got to No, no, no. I mean, it's not. We gotta, perfect. We stay away from that one. Yeah, in the future, because it took me a while to tap back in. That's how you it's discover, a, though. It's a risky one. It, that is yeah. like a risky angle to take. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, I I honestly think for when we're taking things into more like dominant submission, a degrading humiliation, that's like 
maybe a conversation to have and not just like try to drop it in and see the reaction mid sex, you know, like, like, you know, as, and that could be like a for, part of foreplay too, right? Like, you know, I, are you, are you into like any sort of storm of like dominant submission, rough sex, um, things like that. And just to like check that out before, because some people might, you know, I personally like to be like, when I hear and like when, what you're saying right now too, like you, you can just speak to what's happening instead of having to be in your head and saying these lines, like, you know, whatever these elaborate lines, it could just be like, I, one of the things that can be hard for me sometimes is like, I want you to come for me. I need to know that like when they, if I, someone says that to you, if, but yeah, I want oh. you to come for me or mm-hmm. I want you to come for me right, like right now on my hand or something. If, I just tell myself, I, if I I hear I mean, it's just dirty talk it's sexy talk yes they want that I don't have to give it to him because I'm not gonna like force it or fake an orgasm so to me I take it as dirty talk and then if I do come you know it's, it's something that that just happened they can say oh my god you just you came so hard all over my fingers I can feel your whole pussy wrapped around my fingers like is super hot dirty talk but it's just speaking to what's happening it's not having like some elaborate thing and then you know I think April is too into like the good girl bad girl the thing and um, and so I like to be told like if I just came really hard in your hands like such a good girl you're such a good girl or you know things like that you could just play with it and yeah so I think some people might be just have different preferences and you can make that conversation about it a little bit sexy and not just go into like you're a nasty little whore and you need to <laughs> you need punished I don't mind that yeah oh yeah you I would love that it's like it's like Baskin Robbins there's so many different yeah. flavors to yeah and that's why that's why the dirty talk's really really fun because you can go yeah. down, you know that that praising angle like oh she's a good you're a good, you're my good girl you can go down the ownership angle like who's daddy who's daddy's little good girl like who does this yeah girl? this is my like you can yeah. go down so many different angles you can take with it and obviously not like every woman is going to respond to different things yeah different are going to be her particular flavor and that's the beauty of it that's the be- that's the best part that's the fun part is finding that exactly what her flavor is and then tapping into that i think one of the the worst not worst lines but the lines that really didn't work for me it, when someone was about for the very first time we had hooked up a couple of times but didn't hadn't done penetrative stuff and so his cock was about to go inside of me before he did he looked me in the eyes we'd only gone like four or five days mm-hmm. i said I love you, Amy. And I was like, oh, no. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Quit lost. You're like, wait, wait. Okay. And I, and I didn't, and you know, granted, if I loved this person and we had said it before, the me, that might turn me on, but I was like, the first time you're telling me you love me and I really don't think you actually love me because you don't really know me that well. It's right before you're about to enter me with your cock for the first time. So he knew he could totally tell because I was like, okay. You know, I wasn't like, Awkward. I love you too. And he's like, that was, yeah. that was too much. Or I was like, uh, like, yeah, I'm I'm not not there with you. And yeah, so. <laughs> Let's take the love out of it, okay? For, for this purpose. I mean, that can be sexy talk, like talking about how much you care about someone. You know, I love you so much. I love, if if you do have that, that were like, I love, I love fucking you. I love making love to you. I love my mouth and your pussy, all these things. So it could be like these soft, gentle things, but don't tell that for someone for the first time that you love them when you're sticking your cock in them. <laughs> it's just not the right time. That's a that's a that's a deal breaker. <laughs> yeah, that's like, it's like oh, this is not gonna work out. Nice person though. I just think Bless about that if it happened in porn, like the right before the cock went in. I love you. Uh, it would be would so not do well. Would be like, the porn oh. would not sell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The yeah they're like, that. like the fuck are you doing? Yeah, yeah. you <laughs> save that for fucking PG thirteen movies where they don't show anything. 
where it's like the first time. Remember that movie, um, Cruel Intentions, where mm. the, that song was playing, and then when the first time they had sex, Ryan Felipe and Reese oh, she was like trying to stay a virgin or yeah, something. He was like, trying, and he was trying to like he was trying to manipulate. There's a whole, yeah, yeah, whole thing oh, yeah. about that. Yeah. Yeah, love that movie. Well, yeah, that's 90s. good stuff. Nineties. Okay, so um, a little different note here, but what if partners have mismatched libidos, and so one person wants sex more than the other? Um, generally speaking, what we often see is it's often more the vulva owning human who has can can have a lower sex drive at least after the the lust phase, where mm-hmm. in the lust phase, the beginning part of the relationship, you know, everything's all new and sparkly, and and whereas later they their sex drive more like responsive as opposed to spontaneous like like all of a sudden I'm super turned on just randomly walking down the street I want to like grind on the sidewalk so what do you do though if that is there and I have also seen it switch to by the way I have seen men with lower libidos than their partners too um, but what do you do about it yeah I think when, when it's a case of the, the guy has a lower libido than her the solution is actually very very easy like it's it's typically like his his diet screwed up. His testosterone levels are low. It's biological. There's some really easy biological fixes, biological and like diet and lifestyle fixes that will get him back on track. Um, yeah, that is actually if he does find his partner attractive. Still, is in like she hasn't. I don't know. Like she's she's maybe she was like like fit when he met, like you know athletic when he first met her, and now she's gained a bunch of weight, and so he's lost attraction to her. Mm-hmm. That kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like he didn't, and if, if he didn't change anything about his lifestyle, but it was purely like a sex drive plummeting thing. Okay, we can fix that very easily for a guy with yeah, diet, lifestyle changes. That's not, not too complicated. The other scenario, the other way around, where the woman is no longer interested in having sex with her partner, I actually think it's actually it's it's way healthier when the woman is lusting after him even more than he's lusting after her. If he does, if and he does have a healthy sex drive at the same time. That's actually the ideal scenario, I think, because she's just constantly chasing it, you know, and and then she will she will orgasm more intensely. She will like the sex will be more meaningful and significant to her. I think the bond will be better. Uh, I think there's just so many advantages there. But so how do we fix it when she ain't in, she doesn't want it from him anymore? Well, the harsh reality I think is that there's there's only a couple like there's only a couple of reasons why she a woman stops wanting to have sex with her partner. Let's say it's a long-term partner, like an actual actual husband or a wife and a boyfriend or whatever, like long term. It's she's in a lost respect for him entirely, mm. right? Which is very, very common. Or she's well, there's another developmental, or she's found somebody else that she is more attracted to outside of that relationship. Mm. So uh, let's just assume that it's the first one, or you know, she 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 is no longer she no longer. I won't just use the word respect. I'll use another. I'll describe it another way as well. I think she no longer sees him as her best sexual option. She no longer sees him as as an, as a sexually attractive man anymore. <laughs> and I personally think the way to, the only real way to fix this is through. And this is this is going to sound odd, so I might need to elaborate a bit more. But I think the only way to fix this is actually through jealousy. Mm. And a women will need if a woman no longer finds a man that she she previously found attractive. She did have sex with him before. She did find him sexually attractive at some point, and now she does not. I think the only real way to spark that up again is for her to see other women, or at least. Not even necessarily see, but for her to assume and and suspect that there are other women who are interested in him now. 
Mm. That would be, you know, maybe that means he he starts like casually talking to every all the waitresses and every every woman that he works with, every woman in their social circle. He starts subtle, not, not necessarily directly flirting with them, but like is a cheeky, cheeky, cocky kind of guy again with women that she sees around him. Uh, it could be him him going to a strip club and coming home and smelling a perfume and not actually doing a damn thing, not cheating on her at all. And I'm not saying he has to cheat on her, but he comes home smelling like perfume now all of a sudden. She gets a bit curious and suspicious. You'd be surprised how quickly she starts jumping his bones again. The 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 women's like attraction and women's like sexual arousal is really, really intimately keyed in to this concept of what we call pre-selection. This idea that women typically want to have sex with men who other women want to have sex with. They don't want to have sex with men that no women want to fuck. So there's it's it's a case of like the the hungry don't get fed mm. when it mm. comes to to sex with men. The guys who totally are desperate and needy don't get fucked. I've totally seen this in one example would be um, like if there is, you know, uh, with a group of women that would say like five of us are all single and there's just a guy over there. And one of us is like, that guy's really hot. Now all of a sudden all of them are like Feeding wanting him. Yeah. Frenzy. Yeah. That's th- what it's, it's called. So yeah. which, we, which we could actually like play with that mind fuck our yeah. friends. Like that guy's really hot only because like, he's really my friend and I want him to get laid. And she's uh, like, Oh yeah, he actually is. Um, and, and there's so much more to that. Like what, what hotness means and traction means. But I also feel like what you're speaking to is the NRE new relationship energy vibe of like, you know, cause it feels good for I think for most people to feel wanted and desired by other people, even if it's not our partner, it doesn't mean we have to do anything with that. But there's something about like that kind of thing or the or also the safety thing. When I feel so safe with you, which is great. I want to feel safe. Like I got you. So that's not that sexy. There's no desire left. Yeah. Everything's as as you start as you started this interview with Sterling, you talked about the monotony of especially in long-term relationships when things are predictable and it, the equation's simple, right? Esther yeah. Perel's equation, it's like attraction plus uh, obstacle equals desire. Yeah. So it's like you have to create some obstacles. The obstacles could be that hot server that your partner's talking to. And you're like, wait, what are, what are you doing? Yeah. Why are you talking to her? What about me? And then there comes the desire to like, yeah, you want to go home and, home and yeah. fuck the shit out we of you. We need to get now. the check right now. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I think that makes sense. Yeah, I, yeah, I I agree. Also, if you're a, a woman out there, let's say a vulva owner, I know that hormones do play a huge role in libido. And that's something that can dip and curve and change. And and so sometimes it's not just your fault or your partner's fault. If you if you like are not feeling sexually aroused by them, it's and it's not their fault either. Sometimes it's just hormones. And you there's so many options. We've done so many shows on ways to sort of mitigate any shifts in libido, especially if you're a, a person owning a vulva, which I can speak from, but I know a lot of penis owners too, when they get older, they're like, wait, I still am so attracted to my partner. I just like my, my dick's just not working like it used to. And it's like, yeah, there's so many options. Your, your testosterone is probably low. Like you talked about Sterling. Mm-hmm. So, and, and the same does go for vulva owners and, and then birth control can play a factor. And, um, th- that's a thing that can really fuck up your libido and, what you said about the respect piece, even though it might not, it might be offensive on on some level. It's not to me because once I lost respect for my partner in a relationship, in a long-term relationship, I remember I, not the day, but I remember the timing. 
I was like, wow, we're really fucking done here. Like, mm-hmm. this is like, I don't respect you anymore. It mm-hmm. was really like uh, eye opening for me. And I didn't have any desire to have sex with him and nothing changed about my desire. I still wanted to fuck, but I was like, my respect was but gone. For you him. didn't want to fuck him. I did not want to fuck him. Yeah. I had a similar experience to that with, uh, being hurt so many times by a partner and it's yeah. like my, my my system could handle and it's like like not like physical violence hurt, but emotional heart hurt and so like I, you know after like one two three four five times i was still sexually attracted and then i could remember the switch and it was this like really big hurt but i still wanted to be with him but i had my, it was like i was my pussy was just numb to him it was like nope too far i don't feel safe with you i can't trust you still attracted to you but like Lolito, not here for other people. Yes, it was still there. Or or I was attracted to other people, but he had lost that. Makes sense. It all makes sense. I'm actually actually really surprised you guys didn't like uh, disagree with me on that. That's actually very revealing. And it's very very honest to to have agreed with me on that. I mean, I honestly think when I was talking about the NRE thing, the new relationship energy. Yeah, I think that that uh, I you know I'm I don't want to talk anyone out of being monogamous. I think monogamy can be a really wonderful thing. You know, it works for most people. Um, but I think within monogamy, especially in long term relationships, having experiences where you both you and your partner are being nourished or fed in some way by feeling wanted and desired by the outside world makes your sex life better. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean you have to touch them. It could be like flirting and you know all the all these other things. There's like there's so many different avenues on how to do that. But I think it's really, really powerful. And um and then you decide what that means to you. Is it just like, you know, I just want do I want to watch you flirt at the bar for for one day or something like that? Or uh, yeah, I mean there's so many ways to do it. But I think it I really truly think it's like medicine for uh, long term relationships and sex drives. I do too. Uh, and I do want to speak to you before because we, we have to end this interview, which I am bummed about because I know you have uh, a lot going on, Sterling. But I do think like jealousy is it does play a factor that can also trigger insecurity, right? So it's, there's a fine line and that takes balance. It also takes being secure with yourself, which is what a lot of sexual practices involve, whether you're in a long-term partnership, you're dating or you're non-monogamous or you're whatever your relationship style is. Uh, So being secure with yourself and knowing that I'm a badass boss bitch or a badass boss dude or whatever you are, that's really good because jealousy can play a nice sexy role in yeah things. you can make jealousy hot yeah but you like there's still that level of confidence but when you yeah. feel jealousy because everyone thinks jealousy is the worst you know i'm not supposed to feel that it hurts when you feel it but then if you can work with it yeah and- how, how what would kristen say like how can you make that erotic yeah like, that's, her, that's her answer to a lot of the sexual challenges or of or their barriers is like how can you eroticize that though right and like oh yeah i'm i'm feeling jealous you know i don't i in this moment i don't what if my partner like, someone yeah, just, you want to fuck her why don't you bring her home let's see and then i'll watch and, and or I, but what I'm just saying that meaning like or like you might not actually mean it. But I might know. not want to do that. Yeah, <laughs> but you could say that to uh, yeah. There's so many ways you can play with it. This is why we're fucking Rubik's cubes, yeah. okay? I'm a whack a ball, whack a ball. So okay, Sterling <laughs> Cooper. So much. I'm just gonna. I'll just say you guys are so much fun. I like. That. I love the. Energy <laughs> oh, okay. She's a Rubik's cube. I'm a whack a ball, and yeah. you're a smoking hot baby who lives in. Who's good another- at geometry? You also yeah. use incongruent, and I was like, mm, there's another geometric uh, reference right there, even that- though. It wasn't Geometry in form feature. of angles. Yeah. So, uh, what? Tell us about where folks can find you, your Instagram handles, how they can work with you, and I know you have some offerings as well. So please tell folks all the deets. Yeah, sure. Uh, Sterlingcooper.com. 
My name is spelled S-T-I-R-L-I-N-G. Most people spell it wrong, unfortunately. But SterlingCooper.com is where you can find everything, links to all my socials, the the the, the ebooks and, and video courses that I offer. I try to I try to cover all the different problems guys could run into in the bedroom. So like premature ejaculation, performance anxiety, these kind of things, as well as teaching them, you know, it going uh, a bit more in depth, a lot more in depth into the things we talked about today, like sexual techniques, and dirty talk and all that. Uh, my my YouTube channel is a great resource. I give out a ton of free advice on there on all these topics as well. You just type in Sterling Cooper and you'll find me. But now I'm the first thing that comes up, which is fantastic. Uh, my Instagram is, is backwards for the moment. It's at Cooper Sterling. And uh, then my my Twitter account, if you're on Twitter, is at Sterling Wisdom. No, I just, my, my, my ramblings uh, from from my brain end up on Twitter. But. I love it. Just think about stirring something, stirring the erotic hot. Stirring. stirring. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, well, we appreciate you so much. And looking at you has been really nice. So thank you for that. And and listening you're to also you and learning from you. Yeah. <laughs> you have great tips. Uh, so thank you for making this an incredible interview. Uh, and I uh, hope to have you back again at some point in the future. And thank you for all the work you're doing for the world of sexuality. We appreciate you. And thank you to all of our glorious and beautiful shameless sex revolutionaries, as we call you. Remember, if you all want to support this podcast, it is free to you. Go check out the ads. Don't just skip them. We hand select every single advertiser. They're short ads and you get deals on stuff. And we we say no to a lot of folks. So we because we are authentic in what we choose. So please, please, this is why it's free to you. Uh, buy the stuff our advertisers have Ah, that's it for today, folks. We will see you next Tuesday for another episode of Shameless Sex. Ciao for now. Want to learn more? Go to shamelesssex.com. And for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use coupon code shamelesssex at purepleasureshop.com.